This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Davey Drawstrings. You might know him as Dog Bart Fuck. Give it up for Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? Great introduction, by the way, and a great countdown. I, You know, it's nice to have that mindful half minute so I can center myself and my breath. Harness the chi. I thought we're, try- we're trying out some new stuff. We got, we're double dorking it now every Sunday night. Yep. Then they're going to be available Monday morning, Tuesday morning for the foreseeable future. And we got some other bells and trinkets and whistles and shit we can use in the old stream yard too. So we're just trying to trying to, trying to make it a nice experience. We're just trying to make it like a, a five sensory thing for everybody. Yes. You know, eventually we'll get to smells. Oh eventually. well, probably for the best if we leave that one to be last. <laughs> yeah. Not not the best. But yeah, how are things? Are you doing all right? You look great. It was great. I feel great. I did yeah. uh I, I went and shot a concert last night nice. and I got there and um, as my photography gig and I saw this band, Sneaky Miles, which have a little little raccoon. Look at that. That's a nice, that's and a good name and it's a good logo. It is. And I'll do you one even better. So I was talking to them in the green room because I get backstage. I'm very important. Right? Um, from the great state of New Hampshire, this what? band. What? Yeah, for all you and H kids who like started playing music together and went to Brighton Music Hall, Psalms. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, we started shooting the shit about the uh, the Granite State. I love it. I love that so yeah. much. Small world, am I right? Small world, right? Even smaller right. state. But anyway, right? We don't have a lot of time to fuck around because nope. the episodes are slightly shorter than normal. But that's because there's two of them, for God's sakes. And so we have two awesome topic du jours. And let's, you know, what? we have time though. However, for this and this. to keep your head on a goddamn swivel let me be here to warn you because some weeks the, the this week in dork might be a whole episode other weeks this week in dork's gonna just be tagged on to an episode you don't know you don't know you don't when know. it's coming your way and uh, let me start with this a lot of people 
This has got to be one of the most recommended TV shows to me and to us that we have gotten in years. Ridiculous amount of people. And they all say the same thing. Yes. It's hilarious. Do you want me to tell so, you what that is? Or well, you want to mention yeah, the show? What, what is it? So tell me what it is, and then I'll say what the show is. But go ahead. I will tell you the person who said it first was Wesley from the for, formerly known as uh, from the Boxers podcast. Yep. Said to me, this show has no business being as good as it is. So that's one thing I've heard. I've also heard, too, we got to watch it. We got to do a standalone on it. Mm -hmm. uh, our guy Bubbles was big on it. Last week in the chat, it was either him or somebody else. Literally every way you can get at us, Instagram, email, Twitter, I think that's it, and then like YouTube comments, have all recommended the show. The show is Ted. And so I said, Jesus Christ, everybody with the Ted. So I watched several episodes. Let me just... Let me just tell everybody this. I've watched one episode before I've you watched, get any further. There's seven total, I believe. Yeah. And I've watched four. And this thing is hyped through the mountaintops. Let me mm -hmm. tell you, it is fucking hysterical. I, I love it. I love it. Oh, my it. God. It got to the point. So, like, I'm like, my wife said she wanted to go to bed. I put it on. We always put on something yeah. to go to sleep to, right? So, I'm like, I'm just going to watch this. Like, I'll see. She actually was like falling asleep, but woke up and watched the rest of the episode because she thought it was that funny. It's so good. It's and I so think, good. Again, I only watched one episode, and my favorite character right now is the mother. She's great. Who is played by, if you've seen the movie Waiting, mm -hmm. that's the, the crazy waitress. This woman is a chameleon. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, people don't get give her enough acting credit. She was in Waiting. She was in that show Hung. I and watched then, Hung. Um, I watched Hung with Thomas. She was, in that. With, uh, she was like the yeah. housewife, the yeah. Russian housewife yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and right. then she was in an episode of It's Always Sunny where she was like, uh, was it Roxy? Frank's whore? Oh, yeah. She She's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. The kid playing young Mark Wahlberg is good. Ted, obviously, is just Ted. It's Seth MacFarlane, and he's mm -hmm. got jokes for days. Uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg's character's cousin is really, really good. She, You've seen mm -hmm. her in everything. She's in uh, Punisher Season 2. She was in Scream, the TV series. She was in 13 Reasons Why Season 1, which is like, this is all in my Q-Zone. So oh, I yeah, like yeah. her quite a bit. Um, it is, without question, the show with the most jokes per minute I can remember. It's just yeah. it's one after the other, and the hit rate's really high. It's not just like, mm -hmm. here's a thousand jokes, maybe one of them will land. It's mostly funny. All of the characters, I think every single character has made me laugh so far. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. There's one bit where, like, Ted is bored in the house because he doesn't go to school, and he's <laughs> shooting a rifle, So and, like, it's shooting him backwards on a slip and slide, and the neighbor <laughs> comes out. It's like, what are you shooting at? He goes, nothing. And she goes, are you sure? <laughs> so good. You're shooting a gun in a neighborhood. Are you what are you shooting at? Nothing. In beautiful Framingham, Mass. Is where it's Framingham, where it Mass. Out, like you said. Yep. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I highly recommend it. I got to finish it, but I think whenever you're done with it, we, we should add it to the list. We'll do a standalone. The, on it. the only thing that's off-putting to me is that the high school, if you look at the exterior of the high school, is the same set as Back to the Future. Like, they use the same nice. set. So if you nice. if you pay attention to the first episode, I don't know how many they do it. Like they shoot outside the high school. Yeah, yeah. It's the set from Back to the Future, dude. I think some of the other like sets are very familiar to other things too. Like they definitely look like certain things that I've seen. But either way, yeah. 
I'm all in on Ted. It's great. The yeah. show's awesome. It's a blast. Also, uh, new to TV, it was your pick of the pod last week, I believe. Or no, you just mentioned it anyway. It was uh, True Detective Night Country. Ooh. And I went and saw it. So it's a go- it goes on Sunday nights, which is unfortunate for us. But mm-hmm. it is. Uh, I went back and watched it. And I'm in, man. I am absolutely in. This thing looks great. The setting yeah. is kick-ass out in Alaska. Uh, reminds me of like those Antarctica movies and like anything mm-hmm. like that. And then it's Jodie Foster can't can't miss. And the other characters like the ones that we've been introduced to, I'm I'm in on. So I'm interested where this is gonna go. How how long could you last? How many even years, days, weeks, months, whatever in that part of the world? I don't think long because I like when we have like a bad stretch of like weather. It fucks yeah. with me. Like it. Right. It, I know I, there's a word for, I don't know if it's seasonal depression or whatever you call it, but if we have like seasonal f- affective disorder, literally sad, sad. I have a sad when it like, when you don't see the sun. So I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that as we were watching and I'm like, I pro- I could probably do yeah a year. Like I could probably do a year there, like with a month of dark, like wow. I'd make it a year, but I, that's about it though. Yeah. I you got to figure too it, that like mm. how many people actually live in that town? Like, that's the thing. Probably I think a it's a little bit different. Like if you're out there on like a research project or something and you're not super friendly with people, I couldn't do it. If you were going out there with like your best buds and you were like doing stuff and like you you were like you had a cool house. Because you know me, I, as funny as it is, I, I need the sun, but I like to I don't need to be outside all the time. No. So like uh, it's interesting. You yeah, to so see the sun. Taylor in the chat. Uh, no, the true detective. Very much like the show we're talking about today on the topic du jour. You can watch these ep- uh, seasons a la carte. You do not need to watch mm-hmm. them in order. Fargo actually has at least the first few seasons, like a slight link here or there, which is kind of some cool. connections. Yeah, not necessary. Mm-hmm. True Detective, though. Although, wasn't there talk that they were going to like loop them together? I forget. Yeah, season I think three, that was that early was. on. Yeah, they were going to bring McConaughey and Woody Harrelson back. Yeah. Um, and then this kind of happened. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. season three, people sleep on, but we, I think, did an episode on it with Mahershal Ali. It was, it was yeah. really good. And that's what I was doing. Then. That's enough for today. Eagle. Mm. <laughs> Every time he finishes, mm. he's got a way about him. That's true. That's enough for today, young lady. Mm. But these are back to back, likely standalones, Ted and okay. True Detective. Uh, mm-hmm. How about this news? This is news that was on the internet. Michael B. Jordan. And Ryan Coogler, their next project together might be a Dracula's movie. You know what I want from them? What do you want? Philadelphia. Oh, snap. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't even think of that. Philadelphia. Philadelphia would be fucking awesome with these two. Wow. I got to sit down. Wait a minute. I am sitting down. You are sitting down. (laughs) But that's that's a great call. If they can get in there on that. Get yeah. Rodney Barnes, who wrote it. It's funny because Rodney Barnes, he's been on TLDR before. He is also involved in like TV and movie. He did. Uh, yeah. He was one of the producers of that Showtime LA Lakers show. So uh, yeah, I'm all in. Which on they it. that kind of got done dirty, right? Like they just decided like halfway through, like it must have been like a writer strike thing. But they were like, yeah, we're not. Yeah, because season one, anymore. I feel like was pretty successful. Then season two came out, and everybody was like, there it is. And then it was like done. And they pulled the plug on it. And they, I guess they found out like halfway through writing it. So they had to like rush everything. Yeah. That sucks. Like the whole thing with like Larry Bird, like never really played out because they had to like rush everything. Yeah. No, that didn't, didn't really get the best chance, I guess. Uh, This is good news. Philip Silvera is the fight and stunt coordinator from Netflix's Daredevil show. And they're getting back. They're going to start filming tomorrow. 
and uh, he's back. He's back for the Disney Plus Born Again show, which is like, thank Christ. Oh, my God. Thank God. Like, thank God <laughs> that they're doing this. They're doing this the right way. Yeah. And that understood that, like, people who are fans of the show will wait as long as they have to. Yeah, just make it great. Like, there's always this pressure to, like, it has to be timely. It has to get out right away. It doesn't. I I'm here to tell you, with streaming services being what they are, you don't have to rush this. Don't. Take your time. Yeah. You take your time. We're going to be here. We're going to watch I'm, it. And I will want, I want you to see it. I want you to do it correctly yes. rather than quickly. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. What's music? that thing? If you, it's like you can either have it good, fast, or cheap. Pick two. <laughs> cheap for right? me. You're cheap and good. Yeah. You can, it's not going to be fast. Yeah. Right? That's fine. So, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, music news uh, on the Dork Podcast. We, of course, yeah. are massive fans of the show Dave. We've done uh, episodes on most of the seasons, although I guess maybe not all. I don't think we did one last season, even though we both loved that ep- that season. I, I thought we did one and two for some reason. Did we do Dave seasons one and two? Yeah. Together? Maybe we didn't do three. Like a preview for three? Maybe. And I don't yeah. know why. Maybe it must have finished when like other stuff came out, and then we just never got oh, yeah. around to it. But now in this new uh, double dork format, we'll definitely get to shows like this. Mm-hmm. But long story short, uh, Little Dicky's album just came out, which is the Dave soundtrack. So it's all the kick-ass songs from the first three seasons, all on one album. I've already listened to it two, three times through, and it's as you can imagine, amazing. It's so good. And what a name, Penith. 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 <laughs> so good such a good title dude the rachel mcadams song kills me i love the mr mcadams yeah oh my god is that good and then like she was in the last season was so crazy that they got brad pitt to do like an entire episode yeah because you're like oh this is like classic brad pitt he'll be in like deadpool 2 he'll be in it for like one shot no he was like the main character of the entire episode it's great like did he and he probably did it for nothing I'm yeah, probably didn't give a shit because yep. I think Dave did an interview with somebody and like some of these crazy guest stars that he had, I think were like fans of the show. And he was like, it's kind of crazy. I don't know if Brad Pitt necessarily was, he might've been one of them, but like he was talking like these but guys I, know the show. I'm like, Oh, and you got, if you're like Drake and you're like, well, this guy talks about me nonstop and like hypes me up. Like the least I could do for him is just yeah. like show up for 20 seconds on a show. Yeah. He just popped right in. So I don't know if he'll be in season four or what they're going to do with that, but yeah. Yeah, check out Penith if you haven't. I, I'm fucking getting a lot of spins in this house. Yeah. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you have? Well, I got I got some things. So there's some video games coming out next week, right? Yeah, Tekken. Um, Tekken. Mm-hmm. And the week after that, like um is suicide squad kills the justice league now oh wow that's quicker I than i thought did, i it's the second it's like it's february 2nd so i did see um dr lupo playing it and i will say i have some concerns um it's like borderlands kind of oh. like it's kind of like and and i say that because like if you like shoot at someone like the number pops up over their head like how much damage you're doing yeah it's it makes the screen really busy. Like there's a lot of shit going on on the screen. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's like an assault. And I, I, so I read, I did more of a deep dive into like IGN's problem. And like one of the problems the guy said he had was like, well, yeah, I'm like, I'm doing a boss fight with the flash and he's just like zipping all over the place. And it's hard to like keep track of where he is. I'm like, it's the flash is the 
It's the fucking flash, man. Probably part like, of the problem. If you can see the flash the whole time, you're not doing it right. And he's like, it was kind of hard because like you couldn't see him. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the flash. That's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, this this you is going to be an interesting game. I got, I'm definitely going to play it, and it's a matter yeah. of like, are some of these reviews just like completely wrong or or what? But there's games that I've played before that have got like kind of like middling reviews that I've really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm reading reviews, but I don't really. I, I am going to play this game just like you are, and I'll 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 play it for a week and then let you know how it is. One of those deals. Okay, yeah, that works. And so, in yeah. your eyes, this is an interesting question, and I'm curious of the answer. It's why I'm going to ask you. In your eyes, are video game reviews to how you personally enjoy them similar to like movie reviews and like Roddy T reviews, or is it like are they closer to how you feel? I think it's closer to how I feel because there's a level of. I feel like watching a movie, there's like a singular experience that somebody has, right? And you're kind of passive in that in that review. So like, it's how, you know, it's like reading a book. Like mm -hmm. you can only read a book one way, mm -hmm. right? You just um, read it. Yep. You just read it, right? And so like watching a movie, you just sit and you watch the movie. It's a passive thing. Whereas I think the level of detail that goes into video game reviews has to do with like True. gameplay. Like how do you physically play the game? Like how does it physically play? Oh, and I think point. that's a much more important aspect to video it's like i don't really care if you ask like real video game players and uh, graphics don't matter really like that's the thing that matters i think gameplay story um accessibility like all of these things matter more than graphics at this point oh we know yeah what you can do i mean i could go play nintendo games and have just as much fun like original nintendo right. games have as much fun as i ps5 games so yeah right and i think so i think how the game plays is more important than how it looks um yeah. in this game so we'll see but Interesting. um speaking of that so i have some bad news and i have some good news so for the people out there who <laughs> bought the last of us part two remastered which came out on uh it came out on friday um there was a, a mix-up a slight mix-up where people who already own the game paid 50 dollars for the last of us 2 remastered um uh, and then are you one of those people no oh, okay. because i sony issued a press uh presser a, a, an apology to those people like if you already own the game the remastered version for ps5 is only 10 dollars so they actually had to offer people refunds. That makes much more sense. Which I know fine. some of the other it's games like, I have, it's up. like 10 bucks. We yeah. fucked up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I, since Friday, have been replaying this game. You forget how fucking good this game is. And this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. We're talking zero load times. <sighs> like it looks incredible. Like you, so what I've been doing, oh, and man, you can kind of do this on the fly. That. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Which back. you can do on the fly. Which is because, like, I remember the, I would get frustrated because I was playing on like the hardest setting I could. And then I would get frustrated when I died because I would like, have to reload and I would just sit there. Yeah, and stare at the and thing. Just it's like, here's a tip. And like, like, oh, here's a tip. I'm like, I don't want your goddamn Got tips. It. Like, I know I, what went wrong. I know what I need um, to do. Stop it. Um, and now you're just right back the into things, the action now. That's great. You're right back in the action. And one of the things that you can do on the fly, you can switch from like fidelity to like performance mode. Okay. So every cutscene, I switch to fidelity, so it looks amazing. Wow! And then once I get back in the action, I switch it to performance, so it's like sixty frames. So like it's, Man. um, you want to talk about like gameplay and like it, so you can switch back and forth, which is the best way to do things. I think that's good. That game made me feel a lot. I had a lot of feelings while I played that game. 
And there's a lot of things that happen in that game that I'm sure, since it's an absolute assault on your feel on on your feelings, yeah. that you forget. There's oh, some sure. Heavy shit that Blocks goes down some of there. It out. Yeah, you know, that's what the TV show is going to be interesting. Like, if they do, do you still think it's going to be one season for the game, or are they going to split no. it up into two? I think it's going to. I think they said it's going to be the, the the rest of one and two are going to be two more seasons. Yeah, it should be. I mean, especially because. You saw how successful the uh, Ron Swanson episode was. So you can basically take yeah. something that's barely in the game and create a whole episode out of it if you want. And then yeah. that sort of slows down the, the the story mode. But, you know, we know now with Caitlin Deaver being uh, the girl from Booksmart being cast as Abby, like you need to flesh that character out a yeah. little bit more, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah. need more than a season to get to the core of that, because what you find in this game too is like, yeah, as you know, they're like Abby's just as important as Ellie. Oh yeah, which is crazy. After playing the first one and getting so as attached to Ellie as any yeah. video game character I've ever been attached to, to even play as the counter to that, and then actually in, like feel sympathy for that character and maybe even enjoy that character more is mind boggling. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, so that's the Davies video game minute. Very good. Even right. crisp. All right, that was crisp. That's good and crisp. Y'all ready for bisque? Topic du jour. You ever hear that? You've mentioned it a couple times, but I don't really. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day, and it's kind of maybe at this point doesn't apply because there's two topics on uh, on yeah. Sunday nights now. But uh, the topic du jour for this episode is Fargo Season 5. It ran for 10 episodes on FX. You could also catch it on Hulu. And it was, uh, like we mentioned before, Yes, it's season five of Fargo, but it's very much a standalone season. These 10 episodes, all, you know, 44, 45 minutes without commercials, give or take 50 minutes, maybe without commercials. Um, and uh, let's begin, as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? I absolutely did, Richard. Yeah, I it, did this, well. this show is good. Yes, this is a show. We talk about this with... Uh, other ones that we've done, I'm trying to think recently, like Dave might've been one of them. Um, you know, you watch shows. I know you didn't watch succession, but there's like a few, like better call Saul was a big example mm -hmm. where you're like, God damn it. Like you can make a show this good. Why aren't there more good shows? Like do you do good shows? Like we find them. Don't get me wrong. We find them, but there's like, it is so smart. It is so well acted. It's so interesting. The care it's, it's very unique in many ways, right? Like they sort of, uh, they sort of take from certain things, but at the same time, a lot of it is is very fresh. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting thing too because like I don't know anything about the state of North Dakota. I know nothing about it. No, right? I know that the people are supposed to be nice. Like that's all I know. Yeah. Which kind of is like it's interesting that like the, the everyone here is supposed to be and they all talk very politely to each other, yeah. but they do these monstrous things, right? Um, and it's odd to me. I, every time I watch the show, there's like, there's so much about this country that I don't know. Yeah. Like well, there are the, there yeah. are places and I go, I know it's fiction. Right. But I know that there are places where like a sheriff, like in this show just has complete control over an entire massive swath of land. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's probably whatever not fiction. <laughs> like like no. you said, the show is, but well, they also do the thing. They do that whole thing that they taking it back from the, the movie, the, the right. incredible movie Fargo. Uh, like this is this is a true story. These events happened on this date, and they're like mm -hmm. for the respect of the uh, for the 
living. We've changed the names for the respect of the dead. We've told everything else the same. So it's like a cool, like get you in. Yeah. But I remember I was probably in high school, maybe eighth grade when I learned the sad truth that based on a true story and this is a true story is usually full of shit. Well, so I think, so the original, the Fargo movie was based on like several actual things. Yeah. So technically, and again, like you said, it's based on a true story. Like anything, everything's based on a true story. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one of the first ones that really pushed that. And then you're like, oh, it was inspired by Ed Gein. And you're like, oh shit. And then you're like, I don't think Ed Gein used a chainsaw, nor was he in Texas. (laughs) <laughs> but he did use pe- people's skin to like make a mask and to like yeah eat them up probably eat yeah. them up a little bit just give them a little see taste. How it tastes just a little bit just you know just, just a taste to see it's curiosity Dude, there's a great, that's why they call them whiskers there's an unbelievable line in ted about like cannibalism that i'll, I'll save i, I don't I've, I've already said enough <laughs> wait is it the one the, they were talking about alive oh yeah was that in season, episode one this is episode one we're just like would you rather eat but then he's like, it was like Tom all Hanks dudes and- there or whatever. And they're like, what? And then he like says the thing and he's like, all right, let's just say, and I forget who which actors they chose, but they're like Tom Hanks and Diane Keaton. And Diane Keaton. Like, yeah. Let's say Tom Hanks and Diane Keaton were both on the plane. And they're like, well, who was flying a plane? They're like, there was no there was no pilot. It was like a Automated. test flight. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you would he's like, you know who you would eat for first? He's like, I'm puzzled that I, like I'm so uh he's like, I'm upset that you even have an answer for that. You would eat the uh, woman first. <laughs> and so definitively, like you were so yeah, quick to yeah. answer that. Uh, the Fargo, the first four seasons for me are, the first two seasons are two of the better seasons of television over the last several years. The third season, I didn't like as much, but the acting was off the charts. The third yes. season was the Ewan McGregor, Mary Elizabeth Winston, friend of the show, mm-hmm. and friend of the show, Carrie Coon. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. And what's his name? The guy that with the teeth? David Thewlis. Oh. David Thewlis yeah. looks like a guy that could only properly say David Thewlis. David Thewlis. It's scary. He's a scary man. But uh, They call him Thewlis Joe. Thewlis Joe. Yep. Yeah. That season was all right. Season four was awful. The Chris Rock season and Jason Schwartzman season, unfortunately, was awful. And I get it, like, the irony of, like, Jason Schwartzman is, like, a mafia tough guy. Yeah. Like, I- I was like, what? Well, so they Sorry, went to what? Kansas City because in previous seasons they had mentioned the Kansas City Mafia. Yes. And then so they did it. So like, I was like looking forward to it, but it didn't really live up to it. Uh, season one with Billy Bob Thornton, and then uh, season two is where you get Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst, and like there's some overlap there um, mm-hmm. in season one and season two. But like it doesn't really matter. But uh, those were so good. This though, I'm telling you. I'm going back and forth. Like I think you could have this as the best season of Fargo. At worst, it's the third best. Yep. But I would say it's to me, it's in the middle. It's the second best. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, would Would you like better two or one? I won. I think Billy Bob Thornton in season <laughs> one and with Martin Freeman, like he yes. is full tilt psycho. Yeah, he like was. the whole thing with like the um and what's his name um I forget the actor's name Colin played Hanks? the the super. No, uh, the supermarket guy, Oliver Platt. Yes, Oliver Platt. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he's messing with and doing like the biblical stuff. Yeah, just yeah, that... messing with him. But I love that tie-in too with the movie that he actually found that money. Yes, from yeah. the movie. Yeah, so they. Like, did I tie thought that, that was in. an amazing tie-in. Yeah, that was super cool. Yeah, I'd probably go one, two. I mean, yeah, maybe this is third, but there's no slight on it. Like that's still me. No, like, no, it's no. Still, third's it's still, still really excellent. Good. Yeah. 
Um, different than some of the other ones, this takes place in what they say, 2019. It's like a more yes. modern mm-hmm. telling. Uh, the story is pretty crazy because it takes a couple twists and turns. Like what you think might be the story is not really the story. What you think could become is it's not really. There's a lot going on, like with every season of Fargo, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but once again, the characters just jump out at you. Like John Hamm is a real son of a bitch. Like he's just like oh, yeah. he's a sloppy steaks kind of guy. And then real piece of shit. Slip full, slick back. Oh yeah, itty bitty yeah. jeans. Lives for New Year's yeah. Eve. White Rear Ferrari. Piece yeah. of shit. Uh, Juno Temple has been in a ton of stuff, but I really only recognized her previously from Ted Lasso. Yeah, she was in um, she was in a ton of stuff, a, a ton of stuff. I was looking uh, it up earlier. In, yeah, I think Horns was the first time I became aware of her. So there's a book that I love, okay, a shit movie, um, starring Daniel Radcliffe and Juno Temple. Tip um, to tail, tip to tail, piece of shit. But uh, uh, the book by Joe Hill is incredible. Okay. Yeah. yeah um it's about a kid who like wakes up one day and yeah. has horns and everyone in the town thinks he killed his girlfriend but like he he now has devil horns but he's the only one no one can see them oh shit and people just like confess their deepest darkest secrets to him Weird. and he has to find like his girlfriend his girlfriend's played by Juno temple she's murdered but then he has to find her killer wow it's a really good book okay um, All right. yeah interesting uh and like with fargo too there's always comedy like fargo going back to the movie Always provides comedy. I thought there was decent comedy in this. Yeah, and it's um, there's some fucking weird characters. Yo always, boy. there's always one really out there character in every season. Yeah, this one certainly had a really out there character. And the impression is be before you ask, it's being worked on. All right, you're okay. Good. I'm looking forward My to Ula Monk. Ula Monk. What a what an odd duck. What an. <laughs> Is there a certain word that you say to get you into the character? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think it's a tiger. A man. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah. Tiger's a good one. A tiger. I saw this. This is completely aside, but like, um, Mike Birbiglia is a comedian who I very much enjoy. Um, He was talking about how him and Conan O'Brien were talking about how they're always so careful around Bill Hader. Because they're like, every time you talk to him, he's clocking you. <laughs> yeah, right. And he'll like, like just come up with an impression of you. Like how I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. <laughs> a man does not eat. Like, I, I can't do it yet. I'm working on <laughs> All it. All right. Yeah. Good, good. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Uh, I also. Oh, a great Halloween costume if you can pull it off. Yeah, that would be. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I liked uh, Dot or uh, Juno Temple's character's mm-hmm. husband was pretty funny. Like he's like the classic North Dakota, Wisconsin, Minnesota, nice. Like the just accent, the, yeah. just like the fucking nice guy, and surrounded by all these monsters. And he's like learning mm. all this shit going on, and he's just like stays nice the whole time. Want to like, pop? Yeah, want to pop? Like still funny. <laughs> uh, I would say this is a must see show. Obviously, you're saying it's a must see. Yeah. Here's my question, and I know I think you had it on the ballot for last year. This is one of the few shows that we watched that started in 2023 ended in 2024 probably doesn't matter to anybody else but for me in my brain does this go down as one of the top shows of 2023 or is it the early favorite for top show 2024 i think when you do these things i think it has to depend depends on when it ends so it so i would say early front runner for 24 i think it should be 24 because it was there were seven episodes before the year began but then there was three including the finale 
So like I think yeah. I think it probably counts for twenty four. All right. I think it counts for twenty four. And we didn't nominate it for anything, so we'll kick it. We'll kick that can down the road. All right, right. What do you? Uh, what is your hashtag dork score for Fargo season five? I'm gonna give it a five. Yes, I'm gonna go five and a half. I'm gonna, I would have gone five and a half, but I spoiler. I did have one big problem. Oh, let's get to that in spoilers. Do you have anything yep. else that you want to hit on other than that? No, it's a great show. It's a great right. show. Right. A lot of a lot more hit than miss. Okay, let's get to. Oh, let's see. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh my god, dude, this is an MMA fight, dude. You too much. Twist that dick. Twist his dick. Twist his dick. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, spoilers. Here come the spoilers. I didn't know they could play at the same time. I played oh, the they... one drop and then the other drop kept playing. I was like, I thought you would trigger the other one. I don't even know how this board works. We're learning something new every day with Dork Podcast. We've been at it almost a decade. We're learning Jeez. new things. I don't remember any of this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh. Just in my past. All right. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right. I'm curious about that because in spoilers, I want to hit on, uh, like, I think if we go through the characters, that's a good way of breaking it down. And then also, as, as much as any other show would provide, we need to do our top. What the fuck? moments of the season mm -hmm. but what is your big beef i want to hear this i hate um it was a it was all a dream episode i hate that oh so and you're it talking was such a good episode you're talking about it the was such a good episode dot thinks that she is with uh gator's john, mom I john ham sheriff roy linda? tillman yeah gator's mother is it linda is that what they call I think it, it was yeah, linda. everyone's linda yeah yeah yeah, right. Everybody's under, but she was really Linda. She was the original Linda. Yeah. But yeah, that was a, and that was like a heavy episode too. And it was really well done. Yeah. And I feel like it was like, oh fuck, that was dumb. Yeah. That was a what the fuck moment though to me because before it was revealed that it was a dream, she talks to Gator and she's like, I saw your mom. And he's like, wait, what the yeah. fuck? 
Well, it's like it was one of those things like she'd been up for days. Yeah. And didn't realize that like that was all a dream. She was like, like hallucinating the whole thing. But it, like yeah. in, a, in a weird way, it kind of makes sense. Like she's whittling this whole thing out of wood. Then she has to do a play. And then she does like an unbelievable play. Like she tells this yeah. horrible story, but she does it all like with marionettes. Mm-hmm. And she's like really good at doing the thing with the marionettes. Like what about Bob? They did the puppet therapy. Yeah, true. But that was, that was, uh. Yeah, that was a heavy episode, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" Because then there's a there's a line in there, like that she's like the Gator's mom's really dead, and you're like, "Wait, what? Like, or is she? Or like, yeah. what is Gator? Well, she's, like, no, she is. She gets in the remember the the truck comes through and hits her car, like when she's sitting in the parking lot, or she's going out to her car, and she says to the paramedic, like, "Did you, the lady, the woman who was with me, or my friend who was with me? Yeah, so that like, there was, was a, nobody with you. That was sort of a tell, a little bit." It, yeah, and then there was like he, and then he says later he's like he's like I I was talking about her Linda I'm gonna run away like Linda and he's like no I'm gonna bury you wherever I buried her I bury you right next to her yeah that was so then you're like that kind of hammers at home yeah. yeah all right I hear you on that uh my my one thing was they Fargo always is gonna give you something crazy like you said and like the the mm-hmm. the first time you sort of get introduced to the uh, monk character Ula monk it's yeah. like or old it, munch. It's like from a different show. It's like wild, yeah. like where the dude's from, and you're like, "Is what's true? What isn't true with him?" And then, like, I don't know. I th- I think they want you to be kind of unsettled by him. I thought it was weird how he was first used. Like he was used as sort of like a, sort of like a hitman for, yeah. for John Hamm, and then he wasn't, and then he was back in. Then you get like more. Then you got by the end of it, you're like a ton of them. Uh, might, have been, might have been too much. I, I could have used a little bit less, I think. Make him a little bit more mysterious or something like that. But I, I think what worked about that character for me is, like, you never knew when he was going to show up. No, you didn't. How about when he goes to the old lady's house? I live here now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and he okay. was like, all right. We So the, the best thing about the him is, like, you talk about, like, okay, so, like, what if that guy shows up at your house? And he's like, I live here now. I'm like, you absolutely do. All right, dude. Yeah, okay. Where, wanna, where can we set you up? He did kill that lady's son. I don't know. Yes, in this very same way that Peter Stormare's character kills Steve Buscemi in Fargo in the movie. Yeah. That was a little nod to the movie. How do you like that? Good one. Gets him with the axe coming out of the turns around, he screams, hits him right in the same spot. We never heard from the mom again, though. We don't know if she was okay. No, she with died. That. Remember, that's when Gator pushed her. Oh, my bad. On the sidewalk. My bad. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, then he went after Gator. Oh, which, yeah. by the way, would also... What the fuck? One of my top what the fuck moments was when Monk gets Gator, and you're like, all right, finally, mm-hmm. Gator. Gator's got to get his comeuppance, because Gator's been a son of a bitch. Yeah. He's been he's been swayed too much by his dad. Vaping. That's what you get for vaping. He's vaping. He's vaping. He's acting like a tough guy. Then it's funny. He's a tough guy with a broken wrist, which is good. That's like yeah. a good thing. And then, cause, uh, but then he gets his eyeballs scooped out. Scoops the old yeah. eyes out. No eyes. No eyes. And I love that when... Uh, he was talking to me. He's like, you know, if you're a thief, you know, a thief, you steal and you you get your hand cut back, but then you get it back. Yeah, it's no use to you, but you get it back anyway. So here's your hand. Like yeah. this kid you sent out to do your dirty work, and now he's useless to you. Yeah, it's really smart. Yeah, yeah, that is that is good stuff. But it's a weird thing. Like they could have killed that guy earlier. It's I, that's one of my pet peeves too in movies is when like a guy, especially when like John Hamm's crew a, is a man. <laughs> For like a John man should be killed in early episodes. <laughs> right. He should have. They should have killed him in early yeah. episodes. Because John Hamm had the whole thing, they, that whole land of property. You don't know how many people they've got buried there. And this guy clearly was a problem. He's clearly a tough guy. He comes back to handle him. 
because that was a cool seed. So, like, when you first get introduced to him and uh, you find out just how badass Juno Temple's character is. Mm -hmm. So she's got two people after her. She fucking more than takes care of herself. You can tell the one guy out of the two is a psycho because he, they both are wearing masks. But when she's, like, doing stuff to the one guy, he's still, like, moving slowly towards her. The other guy is a fucking mess, and he's he's done. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny how they how they used him. But so Dot, who's really the main character, or Nadine Tillman, depending on which side of the uh, the characters here you're uh, you're a part of, she was great, like, as as the lead and, like, such a badass. But then she would, like, jump back, and she's, she's with Wayne. She's got her kid. She's dealing with her mother-in-law. But then she's fucking going back and and get the the shit with John Hamm. She pulled it off though. Like she was a she was like the perfect actress, I think, for that kind of role. Because she's just like a little bit of a thing, right? Yeah. And she's she's like a, a mm. tiger. She's a tiger. You know. So um, and like yeah, like a fucking survivor, like an absolute. And then that that great that last episode, it's like what a long crazy scene. Uh, yeah. when Monk shows up to their house and that's when, when Wayne offers them the pop and he said, he's like, yeah. I never got your name. And then they're talking for a while and he's just like, it's in his code that he has to like kill her. Like he free, he freed her and he like clearly respects her for like mm -hmm. what she's went through. But like what I didn't understand is, so he feels like he needs to kill her because when he and his buddy went to capture her, she killed the buddy. Yeah, that's pretty much it, right? So he's like, "There's a debt, like you owe." And he, like he, he said, "You took a piece." So cut off his ear too. So like, you took a piece of me. So now I'm like, yeah. take. So right. it's like that whole old school, like eye for literally eye for an eye. Yeah, like you, you took this from me, so I take something from you. And he did. I mean, he did save her life, you know, because she was in that. Yeah, she was stuck in that thing, and then he and they were, they were about to look in and kill her in the last episode, and he smoked him out. But then she pretty, pretty much talks him out of it, I guess. Oh, he says like you know, you're the tiger's free. So like, I and it's one of those things that yeah, like, good point. Jason there's honor to that too. Like, I'm not gonna kill you when you're sitting in a cage. They made a nice biscuit. They made that. Well, she, it was made with so. Yeah. There's this idea of like, have you heard of like sin eaters? Like so in um, mm -hmm. think of like the green the green mile. Yeah, yeah. Like the the guy from um, I've heard of that. Is the guy so like he's that's like a thing. Mm -hmm. or like a, it was like a religious yeah. thing. So like um, yeah, yeah. Um. And then he made he ate something that was made with love and joy, like and that, that cured him. Yeah. And that chili looked really good. And those it's what they call them drop cakes that are made with like those those are probably some good chili there. They probably probably was. Uh, yeah. to, so this was also we mentioned this a while ago, but we got to put it into this episode. So the uh, the state no not the state trooper the uh, the deputy uh, Indira was her name I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she, uh, good character as well, and then her husband. They later split up, but her husband was an absolute zero. And and we talked about how he had the golf simulator and it was the worst golf swing ever seen. And you brought up the point, maybe the least athletic thing on film that we, we have encountered. Yep. There are some things that there's some unathletic things I've seen on film. And that's probably one of the worst. That never came um, back to roost though. We thought maybe that we'd find out that he actually wasn't a golfer or something like, no, he, he was... definitely wasn't. No, he, he wasn't. definitely was not a golfer. Like, <laughs> But like he was playing uh, a long time, yeah, That's awful. right. Um, and just a just a bum, mm -hmm. just a no good bum. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but she, I liked her character. Oh, we got to talk about uh, Dave Foley's Danish Graves character, where he plays. I love. Oh, you said it. You nailed it too. Like, 
this would be a good character if Mark Hamill wasn't in Fall of the House of Usher. If that show didn't exist, I would have loved Dave Foley's character. It's the same goddamn character just about. He's like this sketchy lawyer who's super good at his job and works for like a sketchy family. Mm -hmm. It's the same goddamn thing. And if somebody that can handle everything, I liked Mark Hamill's portrayal better as well. But Dave Foley was good. And uh, he's rocking the eye patch. The eye patch is nice. Yes. It's nice and the one thing I didn't like, too, so like that whole thing where he got, by the way, I if you took all of my student loans and like all of like, I don't have a ton of credit card. I don't have enough money to rack up credit card right, debt. But right. like um, if you, um, if someone's like, you got to change your name to like Roy Tillman. Poor, and I'll get rid oh of all God. like your debt. I'm like, okay. How good was that? All these Roy Tillmans? <laughs> But like, did I don't really, really think they needed to do that. No, probably. I mean, not. maybe it was just to push him over the edge a little bit. I think it was like, just to really need to do that. I think it was probably to needle him more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. that's probably true. Um, but that was really funny. They were just like copycatting him. Yeah. No, that was punches out a reporter. That, that was great. Good. What'd you think? Not of, punching out a reporter is not great, but no, you know, Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, Lorraine Lyon, who uh, Danish Graves worked for. She was doing certainly something with her accent, like her choice was kind Jennifer of... Jennifer Jason Lee? Yeah. Well, it was, I think it was like you trying to like that bougie like <laughs> accent that but like she tried to do. also North but, uh, Dakota. But like, yeah, but like trying to cover it with like how she thinks like rich people talk. Yeah. You know? I was like, I don't um, know, man. It's not for it, me. But I love like a character that's like kind of fucking, you're kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, and there's people like, again, like her, she made her fortune off like the debt of other people, like buying up people's debt. Yeah. And like, she was, I don't know if you would say it was a quick turn because like her and Juno Temple like hated each other at first. And then like Juno Temple basically just like snapped out of that one day. And then she like found out some information on her. And then she eventually like, I guess it was when Indira brought over the file on her and was like, this yeah. is what the fuck she's been through. So actually, no, it wasn't yeah. that quick. She, and, she no, saw it wasn't that, that quick. And then, she, and then she, then she but it's, and it's all to protect her family. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like that, I think, was endear, endearing, not Indira what? to her. But um, I, I love the, like, she's on the phone with her. Yeah. And she's getting the fight. Like, no daughter of mine is just going to hide. Like, yeah. go. That and that was like that was a kind of a cool moment. That was good. And then when she yeah. showed up at the prison that John Hamm was in, yeah, and just to explain to him like uh, what's going on now, like that uh -huh. was fucking that was. And I loved it because I was like, no, no, because he said something to the effect of like, oh, so you're just gonna pay these guys to kill me. And I, I even said out loud, I was like, no, 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 no. like no, no, she is. You're gonna not. live. Yeah, you're gonna live. And she's looking as around as long as I can keep you alive. <laughs> what was yeah. her line too? She's like, she's like, yeah, and like you know. She's basically like relieving dead or all the stuff. Where she's like, just the guys in like sublock A and B and D. And he's just like <laughs> looking around. He's like, son of a bitch. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long go. Uh, going back to Gator though, I did think Gator was solid uh, as uh, or Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Yeah, it's just like the shit kid, right? Like he has real yeah. no authority at all. But it's just like his dad runs stuff, so he he thinks he can. Mm -hmm. And I, I love the relationship with him and dot like how she kind of took care of him yeah when he was a kid yep um and they had that nice moment at the end where he asked her to come visit him in jail and yeah he'll make she'll make cookies and yeah you know, I, I thought that was a really cool moment no that was good that that a yeah, good call that was a good relationship that they had 
trying to think what else to hit on. Oh, there's some I mean, there's some good shootouts. Yeah, well, you had the one too when like Juno Temple was hiding. We didn't even really get to State Trooper uh Whit Far. That was he sort yeah. of got himself kind of like you know, like just tied in with like the FBI when they showed up and everybody else, <laughs> but he was pretty good. But it's always like you, you the guy who's like trying to be the hero and like the hero's already here. Like it's not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that. again, just like a genuinely nice person yeah. who just gets caught up in the, the bullshit. Yeah. I wonder what they'll do for uh, season six of Fargo because this feels like a nice bounce back season that they're gonna have to like get together and be like, all right, now we're now where do we want to go? Do so you I've prefer done, so I'm do you about... for modern or do you enjoy Fargo more like seventies, eighties, nineties? I like the fact that it bounces around. Like yeah. I would love to see something in like the eighties again. Mm-hmm. Um, so because we, yeah. we've done like basically like seventies, so the first one was like modern day, and yeah. then it was like. 70s because it was solverson's the older solverson and cheap molly was a kid yeah three was modern more modern yep. and then four was way back so like something yeah. 80s you know a little true. bit retro but not too much oh yeah good call in the chat the halloween home invasion was kind of scary they did a pretty good job with that oh and just love- when, when she when she like home alone to the house she being uh dot yeah. when she home alone to the house and then fucking poor Wayne gets caught up in the wiring. Like he kind of knew that was going to happen, but like, holy smokes. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I sent you a thing and I'm going to tell the people where to find this because I sent you um, oh, this and, be and our, the homies. Our internet, um, uh, our internet clip of the week. Our internet clip of the week. So if you follow um, the rock drive one, it's the rock drive. Okay. These Australian guys tell this story of this guy electrocuting himself at his own home. When I tell you that I was like this, speaking of taking twists and turns, the best line was that he's writing into the, and the guys are reading his story. Science will tell you that you cannot pee, poop, and ejaculate at the same time. I'm here to tell you that that's wrong. <laughs> that's, like, that's a really good line. That's, that's good a really stuff. good line. So that if that's just a taste. So Love check it. that out for sure. I love it. All right, well, guys, let us know what you thought of uh, Fargo Season 5. Uh, definitely a hot start to the year for uh, for TV shows. Uh, Dave, anything, uh, any final thoughts on Fargo Season 5 before we... Uh... It's a great show. Definitely watch it and just know that, like, I'm, I'm a little bummed out when things are like, nope, that was all a dream. I hear you because that was a really good episode and that kind of takes away a little bit of it for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, very good. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Dork Podcast. If you're currently watching this uh live you can jump over we have a separate link for the next episode and if you're listening to this on the podcast on the very next day first of all thank you second of all we'll have another episode available uh on tuesday morning so how do you like that we're gonna do 2024 tv shows so we can keep the tv theme keep it rolling so uh all right dave promise me a million times over you'll never do another rule no i'm not gonna promise you that